Welcome to Shoot the Messengers with Chuck and Red. Straight talk with no filters. Where no topic is too sensitive. If you like your shots with no chasers, this is the podcast for you. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your rollies in the sky for the trellis. And we're back. Episode two. How's it feel? It feels like awesome. I, re- I just remember when we first were talking about doing this, mm-hmm. and you know, the first episode I think went really, really well. This one I think is going to be even better now that we built our cadence. You know, we have good things to talk about. Look um, at this nigga. I used to vocabulary cadence. Now that we built our cadence. Oh, cadence looking ass. Uh, you know. Well, episode two, really low bar, but bitch, we back. We back. We back in this piece. <clears throat> So, how was the day? Today was good. Today was really, really good. The weather was awesome. Um, work went really, really quick. You know, boss got on my fucking nerves, but... Regular. So, like, regular, real regular. Regular. Real regular day. Degular. Regular, regular. So, yeah, how about yourself, man? Day was great. I went in, beasted that shit at 12 o'clock, left at 2.30. You know, it was a really late day today. I left at, like, 1.30, came back. At like 2.30. It was a late day, actually. Because I uh, didn't get out of work again until like 4.30. So. And you got to the studio around what, 5.30? <laughs> to the studio <laughs> at the yo. Um, at about you know, 5.30. 5.30. 5.30 you beat me yes, here. So I did. Good. I did. That was good. But here we are, excited um, about episode two. So episode one was awesome. About, was about bromance. Bromance. Love so, you, man. Love you, man. So we're going to flip it a little bit and now talk about relationships with our significant others or somebody you're talking to. So just different levels of relationships. So hopefully this dialogue will be able to encompass wherever anybody is standing in the relationship. Or if they're single, maybe you can take notes on, you know, things that may you might want to take into your next relationship. Into your next relationship. Because if you're single, there's some shit that you, you or somebody didn't do right. So, Correct. if you could pull one thing to take with you, um, it's a good fucking podcast, if you ask me. Absolutely. So, how we came to this topic, I'm going to take you back a little bit. So, one random night, I had a dream, and I was a professor, and I was in front of all this class, and I was explaining relationships. I had this big PowerPoint and everything like that, um, explaining what I thought were some key components of a successful relationship. And so, of that, I had a little diagram. Hold on, one second. Diagram. What was the class? Like, what was the class? Oh, man, you acted too much. I can't remember. You know you only remember, like, the last 10 minutes of your cl- uh, your dream anyway, uh-huh. but it was a relationship class, like, uh-huh. therapeutic. And so, so... it wasn't sex ed. It wasn't sex ed, uh-huh. unfortunately. Okay. And so, um, when I was giving my, my speech, it was four things that really stuck out that I can remember from that dream um, of what I thought were very key into relationships. And maybe it's because I've always thought this... Um, in every relationship I've gone through, gone into, especially my marriage. And so um, of those three out of the four, it was money, sex, and communication. And the fourth one, I think, is really the glue that kind of ties all these things together, and that's compromise. Mm. You know, uh, I think and it can be very difficult to learn how to compromise. And then, or overcompromising. There is a such thing as overcompromising when you're found to be the only person who's compromising in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And what's the saying? Too much of anything can be a bad thing. Too much of anything is a bad thing. Drink too much water, you can drown yourself. You can drown yourself. I think that it's very interesting that you have the idea of compromises being the thing that 
ties everything together because I think that in fact it is communication. So for me, communication is the baseline and the glue. Because if you're an ineffective communicator, then I'm not sure how you're able to be open about the sex that is or is not happening. If you're an ineffective communicator, how do you talk about how do you feel about money issues or goals that you have that involve money, spending habits, saving habits, career opportunities um, to bring in more income to your situation? I don't know how without communication one is able to compromise because if you're unable to say, you know, these are the things that are near and dear to me. These are the things, these are my non-negotiables. How do you feel about that? Let me listen to your non-negotiables because communication is as much about being able to articulate your thoughts and ideas as it is to be able to actively listen to what people are saying and to take that in and process it. So I think it's interesting um, just because my take, communication is really like the key for all those other things, which I think are very important to be successful. But you can have all of those other things without communication, and I've seen good things fall apart just because you're not able to articulate how you feel in the moment. It's not that you weren't willing to compromise. It's just like, hell, I didn't know that there was a need to compromise. I think that I'm fucking... Fucking your your back in. I think I'm giving putting it down, and you are not able to articulate to me that like, in fact, like you really don't like doggy style or like you know like, oh my god, I'm so tired of sucking your dick. Like right. So it's like things like that that communication. Even with like, if in my head I'm thinking that everything is great, but if the lack of ability to communicate openly and honestly, so. I don't disagree, but I don't completely agree, to be honest with you. And that's what we're here for. So, because you talk a lot about verbal communication. And there's... Yes, to be able to voice something. Right, but there's a lot of nonverbal communication that I think... And I think nonverbal is probably even more loud than actually saying something. You mentioned sex. Mm -hmm. If you think you're banging somebody's back out, Mm -hmm. but you're not bothering to look at the person then it's just all in your head. You're not bothering to really open yourself up and really observe what's going on. So people don't fake? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, honestly, but you also end up learning when a person's faking. Yeah. Unless it's just that damn good at faking. Then that's another thing. Right, but if you talk about... And and then there's trust. There is trust. And I think trust is what will eventually tie those things in together. Now, I'm trusting that you're giving me, when you're saying something to me, you're saying how you really feel. You're not saying something how I think I, you should do. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything that you're saying. I want to come back. I think sex is a great, that was a great example. If you look at the research that they say about the number of women that actually have orgasms, right? It's very few that women that have orgasms, it's a very low percent, women that have orgasms that are induced by sexual intercourse with their partner, right? Through penetration. So you think about that. It's not the inability for people to not look at somebody or look at nonverbal communication to think. It's like, bitch has been faking a long ass time. You know what I'm saying? When we all watch Monsters Ball, we thought Mm. Billy Bob Thornton was thrashing Halle Berry. (laughs) Like, because this has been practicing right. a long time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that that people are not being in tune, but it's the reality of, I don't want to tell you this because how does that make you feel? And it kind of goes back to the conversation that we talked about manhood and how a lot of these conversations that me and you have are centered in the idea and notion of manhood. So you were talking about having sex and if your partner, if you or your partner, you're not doing what you think to do or how you should be, you know, is it emasculating for your wife, girlfriend or your partner, whatever the case may be, to tell you, like, you're really not beating up like you, like you think that you are, right? 
Yeah, but which one is more emasculating? Is it thinking that you're beating it up and you're really not? <laughs> or being told that, hey, this is where you can improve? I agree. But think about, I, I mean, I agree that it is good to receive information in order, in order to and improve. It's all about delivery. It really is. It's about delivery. Which goes back to what? Communication. Communication. So, because I agree with you that, you know, you want to be able to improve. But think about how many times you've been told something to improve you, but you were, you didn't receive it. Right. For whatever the reason right. may may be. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you for coming over to my side and affirming that communication, in fact, is the glue that ties us all together. I don't, I'm still on to the dark side yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but what I do think is that if you look at, I'm, I'm putting on my engineering hat right now. Oh, niggas are stuck with degrees. If you think about I'm putting on my engineering hat. Hey, hey, I'm still paying on it. So I'm going to use it. Wow, we're doing that. Okay. I think uh, the three things that I talked about, money, communication, and sex, is because you can, people Sorry. have relationships. Sorry, I'm pouring another drink. And pour me up one. So yeah, people have relationships and a lot of times, one of those three things lack, mm-hmm. and I believe when one of those three, one of those three things lack, another one of those two have to compensate for that. Okay. So like people have said, I seen a meme before talking about you never find a guy who doesn't have any kids, mm-hmm. who's ever been in jail, mm-hmm. and can sling good dick. You just won't, you, well, you just won't find it. That's well, what they missed a fourth one because check, 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 but they gay. So it's like right. Oh yeah, or gay, yeah. For exactly, somebody, exactly. for somebody, I'm a for somebody out in the world, like he I'm got everything. Nigga. He got everything. And so I think that a lot of women or people, period, will put up with one thing if something else is just that much better. So like, mm-hmm. all right, I don't spend a lot of time with him. He don't got a lot of money, but when I see him, he's laying that pipe. Whew. Or his his dick game is weak. However, he got a shitload of money, mm-hmm. so I'm going to tolerate that. Okay, so I think that I agree with you, and I think that that comes back to address the initial conversation around the initial thing that you said about the levels of relationship. So that relationship that you're talking about is in fact a relationship, but if you think about um, Remember when we were younger and we watched Animal Planet and they talked about like symbiotic relationships are where the a who a symbiotic mm-hmm. nigga since you talking about cadence you know I'm having to throw out Ooh. different words Ooh, Google it so they talked about a symbiotic relationship of how the little bird that sits on the back of the rhino that's a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. he cleans them he cleans the rhino and the rhino feeds him with the whatever he's the cleaning. little bugs yeah. that he's taking. I think that in those kind of relationships, they are skewed in one way, right? So, like, people that are in relationships where it's like, oh, my God, the dick is terrible, or the person isn't the best person, but I'm going to tolerate Tolerate. or deal with, is because they are... Providing something, or I'm getting something out of it. Exactly. And it's not a mutually beneficial situation as a whole, relationship as a whole. It may be, I'm going to get your money and you're going to have my like time. a pretty girl or, you know. Make me look good. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But or that's not great communication. They, they talk really well. So I spend a lot of money and maybe you don't necessarily want to have sex, but you just want to have somebody to talk to. You know, so. To conversate with. Yeah, absolutely. It, do you believe in, is it conversate or conversate? Oh, shit, I knew you was going to ask that. Mm-hmm. Which one? Since we, since we got engineering degrees. Converse. Converse. Survey says, this nigga. Yeah. Perfect. So, I think that there's a couple of really good points that are being brought or being lifted up in this conversation. One, you have to honor what level of relationship are we talking about. And then depending on the level, the things that you mentioned, the four things that you mentioned, I think are all super important. If you had to choose one, if you could only have one, what would it be? It would definitely be communication now. Communication. Welcome. It, it would be communication. Mm-hmm. And I think because I'm big on what things can I control. Mm-hmm. 
And money is something that I can't or can't. Tomorrow I might walk out and I get fired. Mm-hmm. So the money that I was bringing in, I'm no longer bringing in. Mm-hmm. Or I might come up to a situation where all of a sudden now I'm approaching 35 years old. My dick don't work no more. Mm-hmm. There's not much I can do about it besides I take a little blue pill. Mm-hmm. you know. And so I think communication is something that at the end of the day, if both people are willing to work on it, it's something you will always have. Unless one person just becomes in a coma, then you're just everything else is out the window. But I think communication is something that you can always control. You could be no matter how broke you are, how sick you are, you can always still talk some way, some fashion, some form. And so I think that's the one thing that's actually one hundred percent in your control to do. As long as both people are willing to communicate and it's not one sided. Correct. Well, it obviously seems like my work here is done. Um, So thank you and good night. No, I'm just kidding. I think that that is, I agree exactly with what you're saying. I think communication is the root. Mm -hmm. So I'm really big about getting to the root of things. And I think that a lot of times we're dealing in relationships with things that are superficial or come about because of something else. And failure to be able to communicate appropriately or accurately or in a way that is received by your partner. Because my communication style may work for one person, but may be ineffective for another person. So that's another thing. There needs to be compatibility with communication styles. Um, But either way, I think that the ability to communicate both to send messages and to receive messages is super important for the relationship to be able to sustain. Sustain and grow, absolutely. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. So I love talking about this when it comes to you and Dara. A lot of people on your social media consistently talk about you guys being relationship goals, relationship goals, role hashtag, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag role models. And it's a little bit mind-boggling to me because... To me, too. Like, Dara is a terrible person that nobody really knows. She's a horrible communicator. She's, she's awful. Like, and I don't know why people... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I absolutely adore her and um, you guys. So, I would love for you all, with this idea of you guys being relationship goals, one, how do you feel about that? And what is it about your relationship that you think people look at and see and they covet? I think one of the things, and I think we get this a lot. First, how do you feel about being relationship goals? I don't like being relationship goals. Why is that? Because um, I beat the shit out of her when nobody's, when nobody's looking. No, but really, um, I really don't beat her. Holy but, shit. But what I will say we, is... He does not beat her. She is fine. Actually, she beats me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking about that beat. Yeah, that oh, beat, that oh. beat, yeah. Oh, Excellent. give me that B. Hey, that B. Hey, that B. E A T. The reason why I, I don't like it, and it's not because that we don't have a healthy relationship, is just that I don't look at other people as relationship goals either. And the reason being is people they get that impression based off of what they see. They see it on social media. Unless you really know me and you say that, then awesome. But if you just see our pictures and stuff like that, the thing is though. People don't, I feel as though your social media accounts are your resume. They are your highlight tapes. If you're an athlete, you don't show the, the catch you missed. <laughs> you, don't see, you don't see a quarterback that's going to show the sack he took or a lineman missed a block. You're not going to show those things. What are you going to show? You're going to show where well, you... Fucking, when I crossed your ass over I the crossed top you up, of the key... Now we switch on uh, sports, even but yeah. Even though I pushed off. Right. And then I'm going to raise up on you, toes pointed down. I'm going to give you that... Motherfucking mm. turkey neck. Swish game six. So, yeah. So Wait, what happened? You didn't follow with me? Because you, I, I don't watch basketball, Bas- first you of all. Watch, I don't, he's so, like, I don't watch Batman. So I have no <laughs> I idea what right? you're talking about. I can name like five basketball players right fucking now. Fucking this cricket here. game that you're speaking of. Oh, you were you talking? <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> wait, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> What's that basketball that you were talking about? But yeah, so I, I, I mean, I'm, I am flattered, but at the same time, I think people should make their own goals to just become a better whoever they are or whatever they are. You know, if you're a boyfriend, be the best boyfriend that you can possibly be. If you're a husband, be the best husband that you can be or wife. And just 
you know, I'm going to use the word cadence again. Mm-hmm. March at your own cadence. Don't try to keep up with the Watsons, the Joneses, the Browns, the Redmonds. Don't do that. And because you're going to always be chasing a shadow. You're always going to be chasing something that's not really there. Yeah, because actually, like, if the Redmonds, like, you've already passed me. I'm so regular. Like, you've I'm regular me degler. you've gone. I mean, you know, that's my, uh, my, my, that's me. Regular degler. So I feel you on that. I want you to struggle. Answer. I'm sorry. It's no, one no. Thing, one thing that I don't think people know. They don't. They don't like see. Yeah, they don't they see that. They, they don't see, see the, the struggle. They don't really. see the 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 opposite ends of the bed at night. You know. Yeah, we're going to go to sleep together, but I'm upset with you, and I'm hoping she's not upset with me when we both wake up. You know. You don't see those kind of things. You don't see the the balancing of well, people don't balance checkbooks anymore. But how are we going to make this work? You know. I've been. With her since college. So we went through that, oh... Since like 92. See, I've been together for a long time. Long ass time. You know, from where we couldn't afford nice vacations. Where it was Williamsburg on somebody else's timeshare. And now, nigga, everybody's looking at y'all like, oh, y'all crisscross the world. It's dudes. I'm trying to be like y'all. Oh, y'all paid y'all dues. It's dues that have to be paid Mm -hmm. and... I, the reason why I'm glad that we paid those dues, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that we 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 started dating so early, as far as right after college, is the fact that she was with me when we didn't have anything, and so we always reminisce about the struggle and figuring out how we're gonna pay the mortgage and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so, well, we was never that broke. Let me let me rewind, but. It was times where it was like, it was Fridays in the movies. That was our weekend. It was like, we go out on Friday, we probably going to chill on Saturday kind of thing. Or right now, niggas, vice versa. I'm telling you, right now, niggas are listening to this and like, that's us right now. So like. And that's okay. That is okay. That's okay. And I think that's also the message that you're saying. Like, you have to live your relationship in and your, your means. speed. Yes, in your and means. Your yeah. And in your means. So. I'm glad that you shared that. There's two more questions that I have. Absolutely. That I think are really important for um, our listeners. So I asked you. Yeah, I be getting them guts. But no, go ahead. Sorry. I be getting them guts. Okay. <laughs> that was one of your questions. That wasn't a question. Uh, uh, uh-huh. You was thinking it though. I was definitely thinking. Well, why would I think it? I do the recording. Yeah, like, I yeah. video record. So, like, I know. Mm. Like, I be. Like, remember My Amanda Seals? <laughs> I be. No way! The yeah. trust that you have in me to not like leak the like any of the videos hey, is like hey. that's how I knew that like it was real beyond real because like to be the video camera to do it on my phone to do it on my camcorder because you know camcorders like aren't a thing anymore like that's that's, that's trust right there. <laughs> that's a true bromance. Like, what are the depths of your bromance? Not that. Right. Not that. Exactly. You're not letting your man's watch. You're not. <laughs> Film, record, produce, edit, executive producer, Michael Red. Pull out. <laughs> <laughs> now nut. <laughs> wait, wait. Do that again. But yeah, what was your... Baby, oil her down. <laughs> the reflection on her left booty cheek's not right. We need more gun oil. <laughs> we... <laughs> we need more gun oil. For the win. <laughs> So what was your no, second question the, again? <laughs> the uh, second question, the second question was, um, so I asked, hold on, I got to think. So I asked, how do you feel about being seen as um, relationship goals? And what was the second question? How do you feel about being relationship goals? Oh, what is the secret to you all, or maybe not so secret, to you all, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't it. Why do you think, what about what people see do you think is why people say you guys have relationship goals? I think is the main thing is that we enjoy being around each other. I think that's mm. key. It's been so many times where Dara, and I don't know if I said, Dara's my wife, so I will continue saying Dara and not my wife, but um, Dara's been like, you guys really hang out with each other? You guys really like each other? And it's absolutely like, I don't know about everybody who's listening, but, you know, you spend so much time at work. You spend so much time sleeping. Mm-hmm. Why you would not want to spend the time that you do have with your significant other? Mm-hmm. So I've already counted at least 16 hours, and I'm not even talking about getting ready and going to and from work. So now you're down to what? Six hours, maybe? 
mm-hmm. of actually spending time with each other. And it's probably even less than that. So, like, on the weekends, yes, you're absolutely right. I'm going to spend time um, with her, and I'm going to enjoy it. And I do enjoy it. And that's not to say that people don't. And maybe it goes back to the bromance where people feel as though now they have to balance their bromances and their significant other. Um, when you can just have best of both worlds. You can. I think that you're actually, to be very honest, very lucky in the sense that because right now we're talking about a lot from your perspective and one day I would love for Dara to come on you know if we make it to like episode 11 11? because like the first 10 like it gotta be just us us, so motherfuckers know this our show exactly because she'll come over and try to take over she'll try to take over it wanna like direct direct because she a boss because she a boss because I'm a boss I'm bossy I'm the one about the friend Hey, where's our music part? See, this is why it's only episode two because our music fucking person should be doing like On that shit. little police thing. We're like, exactly. Um, diamonds on my neck, duh, diamonds on my record. Yes, I love that. Um, so, nigga, what was your third Hold question? on, hold on, hold on. You, first of all, you know how my mind works. You know, I have you, adult ADHD. He does, he and does. so, you're going to let. I'm sorry, viewers. I'm sorry. You're going to let that be. For listeners. It is. is it listeners or viewers? It's all of the above. All of the above. Okay. It's listeners. It's viewers. They're listening. Downloaders. We need you to download. Fucking A. We need you to download. And remember what we said at the last time. Tell a friend to tell to your a friend, friend so, so we, we can, can all be, be friends. friends. Exactly. You see how we've been practicing that? Absolutely. Um, but I think it's really important what I was saying. It's really important. Right now we're talking about the perspective that you have. Mm-hmm. It's really important for me to acknowledge that in a relationship, there are two people, and two people have to be willing to do the same work. Right. Right. And that's the compromise, and that's the teamwork. Yes. That, you know, and there's going to be times where the other person has to carry it away. I'm just not, this is not my oh year. My gosh, absolutely. This is not my year. It's this not is not my, my two years. It's not actually, like, even down to, like, it's not my moment. It's not my moment right it's now. It's not my moment. And, and being able to share. Like, I got an attitude. Like, my attitude's shitty right now. So, I need you to, who I know could also be in your feelings, because I know you, but I need you in this moment to see that I'm in my feelings. And, and you, you can't be in your feelings. And you feelings. can't be in your feelings. We both can't be in our feelings right now. Somebody right now yeah. has to give me cheerleader, pumped right. up, smiley, like... Get yourself together. Get yourself together. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, right. you got this shit. Right? Who's out? <laughs> wow. That was a lot. In a little, like it was like a boom, 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 boom. That's what it is. It though. Like a you, lot. You really, and they need to be like that. Honestly, it has yeah. to be like that. Like, and that's oh, real. you're salty right now. I'm gonna be salty. That's just not gonna work. No, because then, but, but that, what, what you salty for? What that is is that is a level of unwillingness to be supportive. And Absolutely. I think we're gonna. I think I'm gonna talk a little bit about that when when I like right now. I'm gonna finish what I was gonna say about about the willingness. To do the work has to be there by the other partner. And you have to be aligned and on the same page. It doesn't mean that you guys have to be alike. Right? Absolutely. Like, you don't need to be alike, but you have to be aligned. So it has to be, yeah, people are giving me all of this. Like, people are like relationship goals. But that doesn't get, that doesn't make my head feel some kind of way. It doesn't. Like, right now, like, I know, like, they don't know what we've gone through mm-hmm. like all they see is the fact that you know we're halfway mm-hmm. around the world like in thailand and, and smiling and smiling they don't even know right before we took this picture actually right that i was in my feelings because like your ass was late and so we missed the mm-hmm. first shuttle to do what we needed to do but it's the ability to have to remain in it right which i think is so important right and so and a lot of people can't do that that for you to say like you know what me as an individual person, yeah, I have an attitude, and that's just who I am. But I also know that, like, I have somebody that's counting on me to have a good right. time, that wants to spend time with me. So I know right. having this shitty attitude exactly isn't where I need right. to be. Right. Let me get myself together. But I think that it's a willingness to do that work, right? And also the alignment that is had within the relationship where it's like, no, we're really committed to having a good, good time, time, to enjoying each other's company, to saying, like, we could be at work or we could be at home, but no matter where we're at, mm-hmm. like, we're committed to each other. Right. Wow. And I think that Dara definitely is that and is very complimentary of you. So you guys are very much in alignment, and she's willing to do um, that work. So I think that that is also, like, a important 
part of the conversation is that you could you could be willing to do a whole whole lot, mm-hmm. but if the other person that you're Stop. with is not committed, you could love them down, but you have to love yourself more. And I talk about that a lot in relationships. You cannot lose yourself so, in a relationship because it's not fair mm-hmm. to the relationship. Right. If you were not, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to compromise. No, compromise is motherfucking key. Right. I compromise. I love y'all to right. death. And we're in a, we're all in a relationship. Not like because we're like swingers or anything like that. But the reality is that you're married to Dara. Mm-hmm. I'm close with, with both of you all. Like that is a type of That's relationship, right? Yeah. I don't eat fucking Mexican food. But you will go eat with us. I will go eat Mexican food with y'all, even though I know that y'all are going to be shitting all through the night. That's okay. With refried fucking beans (laughs) and guacamole, which I do love guacamole. But it's that thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where we come back to what you talked about earlier about the ability to compromise. It doesn't really matter that I like Mexican food or don't like Mexican food. It's literally bottom of my list. And I think... But it's, it is about spending the time, like you said. It is about having the moments, having the laughs. And it's like, yeah, I don't like Mexican food, which y'all know that I hate. But I love being with right. you. And I love yes. hanging out. Like, I love the times that we have. Like, even though I eat the same goddamn things, chicken quesadilla, steak quesadilla, and mostly spend most of my time drinking, it's not even about what I don't like. Right. It's exactly. about finding all the moments that I do Too love. Long. Yes. And I think that's what it is, too. Like, once you get past the, like, okay, I don't necessarily want to be here and just enjoying the moment, you kind of forget, like, oh, you know what? I wasn't really pressed to go to this concert. Mm. You know? I, okay, I won't go to Beyonce because one costs too much. I'm glad that you I just that won't. I was going to call you back. But guess what? I will transport whoever wants to go with Dara. I will. I will be out motherfucking you Uber and I will wait for y'all. I will track y'all down where it's a million people coming out of concert. Mm-hmm. I would do that, you know, but... And we are eternally grateful Absolutely. because we went, we saw, and we conquered. We conquered. Um, Ooh, yeah. And then, like, you picked me up. I was, I was running up the hill. Yeah, but I circled that block, like, 20 times. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I appreciate it and am forever grateful, but we're not going to pretend like you circling that block 20 times was, like, a major situation. Oh my God, do we? You drank all the motherfucking uh, Jack Daniels. You see what I'm saying? I said we, and then you said you. <laughs> nigga. Alignment, nigga. Alignment. I saw. Alignment is off. Our chakras are off, my nigga. No, you drank all of it. It's like, no, nigga, our chakras aren't off. Like, you are fucking lush, basically. But yeah, so that's um, where I think also another thing that I think is really, really critical is uh, observing change. You know, mm. change is something that's... Talk going about to, that. Change is constant. Change is constant. Change is constant, and it happens so, so slowly that so you don't... So subtly. So subtly. It's a maybe subtle a thing. Word. It is very subtle. That you don't notice it until it's like, shit, this person is not necessarily the same person. And, and they're not necessarily being the same person. It's not a bad thing. You know, and I go back to myself. Used to be... I'm, I'm still very outgoing, but I'm probably nowhere as outgoing as I used to be. Like, I don't necessarily have to be the center of attention anymore mm-hmm. um, to make my presence known, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I think that I take that from um, from Dara. She's mm-hmm. Naturally, she's very uh, she's a very introverted person. However, she does have her moments where I'm like, who the fuck is she? Um, but I, I love it. I love it. I love it when that person comes out when we're out. And that person only comes out when motherfucking Cash people, Money yeah. Records taking over for the 9-9-2000 comes on. Facts. No yep. matter where is that work, work over the intercom. So yeah, um, I think motherfucking. If she's in a meeting, if you hear that motherfucking cash money records taking over for the nine nine and two thousands, it don't matter where you are. First of all, if you're listening to this goddamn podcast and you don't know, and you don't motherfucking know exactly what we're talking about as far as the song. Yeah, too damn. And you didn't motherfucking start twerking. Right away, or put your hands on the back of your head to receive a torque right away. You're too young. <laughs> this motherfucking podcast is not for you. I'm so young. I'm so young. I don't know about cash money records taking over for the nine nine and two thousands. Fuck out of here, literally, because this podcast definitely has an e by its name. 
So, so I love that. What were you going to say? Because so, I have one more question. Yeah, go ahead. Do you one question because I want to segue into um, something else. Mm-hmm. So my last question is a lot of people make the assumptions about who you guys are, what you guys are as a relationship. You've talked about what has made you all successful. Um, Somebody thought we were swingers. Somebody legitly thought we were swingers. Why is that? I have no clue. And they couldn't really, they couldn't unpack why they thought that. No, it's probably because of the video that I sent them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. But they really thought that. No, we're not swingers. Um, All the time. All the time. Part time, part time. It depends on the season. And how much you pay. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know why they thought that, but they thought it. And it was pretty comical. But, you know, I'll watch. I will watch. Yeah, y'all are for sure voyeurs. I will watch. Yeah, absolutely. Both of y'all are for sure voyeurs. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Did you tell the viewers, like, what the secret is? Did you tell the viewers what the secret is? No, I didn't. Tell them the secret to why y'all relationship has worked and lasted and thrived. Oh, shit. So, we've been together... 37 years. 13 years. Shit, you know, I had to do the math, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I think it is definitely, definitely compromise for sure. Um, what have you, give me one thing you've compromised on. If you would not have compromised, you would not be here I, with me and Dara today. I mean, you, you compromise on a lot of things, like even career choices. Like, I remember I had an opportunity where um, fairly new in our relationship where I was going to be telework, I mean, teleworking, um, commuting, or rem- I'll be traveling, excuse me, mm-hmm. like 50% of the time. And what did you say? Um, just wasn't the right time. Just was not the right time we were. Why wasn't it right? Um, one, I don't think I was ready mm-hmm. to just be, be gone so frequently mm-hmm. in our relationship. And two, I, I mean... I enjoyed the time that we spent, so I knew that I would I would not be happy being away for so long. Um, it was fifty percent, nigga. It wasn't like ninety percent. Fifty percent, nigga. That's like well, fuck it. Every week you're gone, so that's every you know you really have to plan around like everything. That's holidays that you might not be here. I'm that's kidding. I'm kidding. Special I'm kidding. events. So yeah. No, no, no. That totally makes sense to me. But that also speaks to the fact that you and I you touched on this. You actually like each other you like each other you like spending time with each other and that's cool right and it's not it's not forced it's absolutely not forced it's like you actually like each other i don't think it's forced she's like who nigga talk y'all talked about pretending and i'm what you don't know is bitch i should have won about three academy awards call me meryl streep nigga no um Um, so we talked about how people have known you all or how you're presented which is on social media which leads me to a next question a lot of people say it's not real unless it's on social media. What are your takes on that? I'm not going to say that I don't think it's not real mm-hmm. because it's not on social media. I think I don't understand why people are so private about they're so open about everything else except for their relationships. And a lot of people mm-hmm. say, you know, what well, I don't want that drama. And like I said, I, we've been together 13 years. We've been together where we had. Black Planet pages where we had what was the other thing with Justin Timberlake, um, Tom, MySpace, MySpace, MySpace Facebook, Instagram, was she Twitter. Your, was she in your top eight? No, I, probably at one point. I, I don't know because I think at the tail end because I think she said Black, no because Black Planet was dying. Um, when no, nigga, MySpace, no, Black Planet was dead almost. Yeah, but that's not my question. See, niggas be trying to. I never had a MySpace questions. like that. I ain't MySpace. Because MySpace and Black Panther, both of them joints require too much work. You know, HTML shit. Like, I got too much other shit that I got to deal with. So you're not an engineer no more? I was an engineer, but I like to spend my brain cells doing other shit than trying to figure out how I can make my page slow faster. So she wasn't your top eight or she wasn't? She probably wasn't. Because I probably wasn't really on that joint when um, mm. we started dating. So. But was y'all dating and you had a page? I, yeah, I had a page and she had a page. Mm. But I ain't necessarily going in to change my top eight. Um, because we was dating. Did you look at, like, to see who was in her top eight? Absolutely not. You never? Nah. Do you look at your partner's social media? Hmm. Hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because she her shit pop up on my timeline all the time, dang on time. But okay. you can't see shit no more, so it don't matter. What you mean you can't? Niggas see slick. That? They probably don't be on her wall no more. They don't be on her wall. Where they be at? In her DMs. <laughs> Cry. Cry. They be in her DMs. Ain't none of my business. That whose business is that? That's her business. If she gonna entertain niggas, that's something that she gonna have to deal with. That's really that's really interesting that you said that. I, like a lot of people right now are laughing and shit. But that is a very powerful message about whose business is that the niggas are in y'all chicks. It's her business, honestly, if or my business as if I'm entertaining other women who so happen to pop up my DM, which doesn't happen like that, you know. But wait, hold on, because like that, like that means is like people than like no, no. I, I'm not gonna say I don't get necessarily DMs, and everybody thinks uh, I, I want to take the connotation behind DMs as mm-hmm. they're just direct messages. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture on your live, and I ha ha ha. That's a fucking DM. Yeah. But if I'm talking about like, damn girl, okay. where you been? But can what's we be up, honest? What's can up, we, big head? Can we be honest? When people are talking about DMs, they're not talking about somebody saying like, "Hey, um, I saw your thing on your live." Right. Ha ha ha! Like smiley anytime face. Anytime a D, anytime somebody talk well, about I don't get, a DM, I don't get DMs like that, Dan. Okay, so it doesn't go down in the DMs. It doesn't go down in DMs, and I think it's just out of respect. Like you have no chance, so I'm mm-hmm. not even going to shoot no shot. Mm. And I mean, I don't use a Kimbe Mutombo in this bitch. Right. It is what it is. This, uh, nigga but, this nigga does not know who the Kimba Matumbo is. He played for the uh, Hawks. Did he play for the Hawks? That's the nigga that like get that shit out of here. What voice was that? African, Nigerian. Okay. I love it. Who was that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was him, right? I just didn't know if you knew. I, I'm from Atlanta, so at least I know that nigga. I played you. You did. And I, I didn't did. even notice that you played me. I know. I know, cause you're so busy using. Nigerian voices. Nigerian voices and ACT vocabulary and shit. But no, um, so but I, I that's that's an excellent question as far as like social media and niggas wanting to fight everybody who go in their girl or they nigga um they DMs and at the end of the day I feel as though you know sometimes you just gotta let that person handle that situation or you be fighting all the time honestly and. I agree. It's so interesting that you say that because I have always said and I will always maintain. It is the person in the re- relationship. Well, let me let me back up. It's so interesting that you talk about fighting, right? And I'm always gonna fight. You so you, what you're telling me is you gonna fight the nigga who DM'd your bitch that your bitch is entertaining, entertaining but then take her. But, but you gonna take her out to right. motherfucking Fridays, right? Or um, motherfucking Olive Garden for all you can eat. Pasta balls and breadsticks and breadsticks, a lot of bread to get a fool. Exactly, it's it doesn't make any sense to me when people like want to put somebody else on blast who your your significant other was entertaining. That's like that's so ass backwards because that person who is trying to engage your significant other or whoever you're entertaining is not in the relationship. relationship. It's not their responsibility to be faithful, to be loyal, to be any of those things. I'm right there with you. So I would never understand that when people like we watch cheaters every Saturday is our Saturday morning cartoon. And people be fighting the the other person who didn't even know about you. And then talking about in the little motherfucking cheaters van talking about, Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. As they hone their eye because they just got busted in the face fighting the other person that you was just fucking. And, like, I mean, that's ridiculous to me. Like, Wait, I got to go. Holding their eye in the van? Uh, yeah, with the motherfucking, like, ice pack that, um, whatever the host name is. It's, like, been three hosts and stuff like that. Joey, Joey Greco. But I also want to discuss how you said Saturday morning's cartoons. That's our shit. And you said Cheaters. Yeah, because Cheaters is our Saturday morning cartoons. It's on, because mm-hmm. we got uh, Sling TV because we're slingers and... That's what we watch on Maybe I think that's what people got confused that you guys are slingers. We're slingers. And not. We cut the cord, guys. We cut, slingers. Yeah, we cut the cord. We I cut the motherfucking cord too, but then I, I motherfucking did another one of them apps that pop up on your thing to tell you. I use your CBS count. How many subscriptions <laughs> you have. And nigga, I fuck cutting the cord, nigga. I need to cut, <laughs> cut, cut everything else. <laughs> That's a goddamn problem. You cut the cord. Right. You cut the cord and my fucking shit starts exactly. growing back with tentacles. Where everything goes. I got 
Netflix, I have Netflix, Hulu. Hulu, CBS Plus, Showtime. Yeah, CBS Plus. Too. I have everything. Yeah. I think we stars. Should, stars. I think we yeah. should all just come together as a community. I agree. Pay for one account because they don't limit the number of things that you right. can log on with. It's just how many times you. I mean, and how then, many simultaneous streams you can have at one exactly. time? Exactly. Well, bitch, I be at work, so exactly. like I'm not streaming like niggas that don't have jobs. Or their job is just different, you know, because you like a dope boy or something like that. Right. Like you could watch it in the daytime, and then like I could oh. watch it. Or like, hey, you want you watching this right now? But I get off. Right, right. Like you on, but also like I'm not really, really on like yeah. that. So like that's cool too. So maybe I should just cut all the strings and just use somebody else's. Mm. No, but I'm like because I'm like a control person. I like to. Be able to do stuff exactly, exactly when, when I want to do yeah. it, and I, I would do sling because sling. Definitely and I don't like sling. depending on people. Right. Maybe that's why relationships, it, for me, haven't always been as strong because I mm. don't. I, I'm a very independent person. I'm a very independent person, and I think the one, and I've always said this: the greatest strength about me is also like my Your greatest weakness. weakness. Too because much. Of, too much people, of anything. People love a person that's like. Oh, he's smart. He got all these degrees. He's this. He's that. He's making moves. He's he don't need nothing. Boom, boom, boom. He's so independent. But then, which is like the things that I just feel like all adults should be. Like I don't think I'm so. I think adults should be like that. But, but I, then I think people want to be needed. They want to feel needed. That's Ariana Grande. Tell me how good it feels to be needed. This nigga always trying to and swing. No, I don't need a reason to sing. When uh, God gives you vocals, you sing because you want to sing, not mm, because you need to find a reason to sing. Mm, facts, facts. Stand corrected. Corrected, nigga. No, but see, I do think that I do agree with you. People want to feel needed. Um, and it's not about whether or not people are feel needed. I think that it's just the reality of, like, this is the person that I am, mm-hmm. right? So it comes down to, like, personality traits and things like that. It's like, no. I am a driven person. I am like really driven. Like very few people I think are driven in the way that I am. So have you dealt with situations where, and I think every, like in the beginning phases of anything is like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You being so driven. It's like, Oh, it's, it's eternal. And it's attractive. Right? It's attractive. But then when you get in the mix of it, it's like, fuck, he's too driven. He's so driven that he's prepared to drive without me. <laughs> I mean, have you have you faced that? Like yeah, where you absolutely. have everything, you have everything outlined, and then it's like shit. Everything planned. Yeah, everything's planned, and then it's like shit. Regardless of who's here, I already got this roadmap, you know, plotted out. Yes, but I I, I definitely have experienced that. I think that for me, that is indicative of the same way where we talk about personality traits is just who I am. And when you've been around the sun this many times, it is what it is. It's like, you are this person. But I also think that there's areas that I have to be reflective upon, if I'm being very honest. And I have to say, like, as a human being that's interested in being in a relationship with somebody, yes, you are who you are. But you have to also think back to like the words that you talk about, about compromise. Um, And that's why I think communication is so important. Because yes, I'm a very driven person. And yes, I have my life planned out and I've always been that way. But if that is not in alignment with something that you have, that is a conversation that we need to have early on. And I'm all about having conversations. And it's okay that you really, really, really like somebody or somebody's a really, really, really good person. If the alignment isn't there... It doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter. It just, we don't work. Like, we could just be friends. So what is that threshold? You mentioned compromise, and that word has been popped up since the very beginning of this podcast. Mm -hmm. What is that that fine line wherein you find yourself compromising too much? Is it contingent on how much you notice that other person's willing to compromise as well? Or are there things that, you know what, I'm just not, I don't care what else you're willing to compromise on. Is there certain things that I cannot foresee myself letting go up like i'm not going to stop being driven i'm not going to stop necessarily i mean somebody's frugal 
I'm not going to stop being frugal because guess what? I got plans. I want to retire yes. within. Correct. So I think that for me, my response to that is I'm certainly aware of who I am at my age. I think that the line comes when you have to decide, is this particular way about who you are getting in the way of other people getting to know all the other great things about you? Because like you started the podcast off saying, any too much of anything is a bad thing. Is my drivenness and the fact that, yet yeah, it may have, have really supported and paid dividends in this one aspect of my life professionally, educationally, um, has is that now impeding another part of my life? And where do I need to pull back and draw back? I think I'm also very mature. And I understand that. So I'm able to say, yeah, like I'm a driven person and I'm going to continue to be driven. Because this relationship, oh to God. me, is not worth me having a conversation about what that looks like and how it's impacting our relationship. Have, have you ever been approached with the ultimatum? Have I ever been approached with an ultimatum? No. I have never been approached with an ultimatum. And I think, very honestly, it's because people are in, very intimidated by me. Mm. And I'm not an ultimatum. I'm not a, a person where people generally are going to say, either you do this or you do, or you, or we're not. Because right. then, like, a lot of people can ju- will just assume that Michael will just be we'll like, do, do whatever you don't want me to do. Oh, well, because it comes back to yeah. this. And I used to be like this. I used to have non-negotiables. And as I've grown, I've decided, like, no, I'm not going to have non-negotiables. Um, because things can change. So I used to say, if you don't have a degree, not just a degree, actually. I used to say, if a guy doesn't have at least a master's degree, I, this is not a relationship for me. And I would then say, and the reason why is because I would justify this converse, this comment or my non-negotiable by saying, because we don't value education in the same way. And education is really important to me. This is also somebody that has, I'm somebody that has seven degrees and is currently working on two more degrees. So it's, that right. is like the background behind why I would say that. But then I, as I got older, I realized like there are great people out there who may have no degrees. So then I started changing the way that I thought. So it's not about the degree. And then it became, there's a quality of, what what do I mean by that? Value and education, right? And then the quality of life. Somebody could definitely and most certainly believe in um, and value education and its importance. I don't necessarily have it because I took a different, because my passion led me down this path, right? And I'm able to take care and provide and, you know, be a contributing person in this partnership. So it took time for me to really be able to acknowledge that and have the conversation with myself that, Michael, you need to think a little bit different. Um, And so, yeah, I'm now able to think different, but I also know that even with all of that, as I'm growing as a person, I am of my personality is such that I don't get ultimatums. And I don't give them either because I just feel like if, if, if I'm at the point where I have to give you an ultimatum, this isn't right. us. And more than likely, the whichever choice they take, especially if it's in your favor, in my opinion, it's not going to be something that's very genuine because it's almost you forced my hand to do this. Mm-hmm. Because if I did, it's, it's the whole premise of an ultimatum. If I don't do this, X is going to happen. You're not going to be with me. So, and I definitely don't want anybody to do something that they don't want to do. And so, as you were talking, one of the things that I thought would be a good way to move on is as far as I think a lot of people, and this is probably more of a a, a, a woman thing, mm-hmm. where they had this list. Of what characteristics, qualities, mm. attributes that a person needs to have for them to even entertain. Like, he needs to drive this type of car. He needs to make this amount of money. You mentioned degrees. He needs to have this level of degree at the bare minimum. He needs to be 
this tall, this tall, you know, or this build and stuff like that. I'm not going to sit here and say that um, guys don't have that, but I don't necessarily think that we we have it at the same level of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we have preferences and stuff like that, but I just noticed, and I don't want to be you know sexist or um, stereotypical as far as, but it does seem like women have more of a laundry list of what characteristics that men need to have. And maybe that's something that, like you said, if you have those things, you end up missing out on good people because you're so focused on, oh, I can't entertain you because you don't drive this car or because you didn't go to college but could be making buku dollars, but I'm not going to entertain you because your resume doesn't say that you have a bachelor's or a master's. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Those are things that go back to compromise. Like you just have to realize what's what's really important is the way the person treats you, the way that they're able to at least take care of themselves. I think that's that's key for me. If you're able to take care of yourself, I think that should be like I think that's important. And I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. mean, oh, because you're still living at home with mom. If you're living at home with mom or dad, and you got you saving up a lot of money, mm-hmm. I respect that. But if you sitting living at home with mom and dad, and you always broke, in my opinion, there's something. There's, some, there's a disconnect somewhere. Either your money management's off, or you're just not working. Mm-hmm. It's something's off, you know. So I won't necessarily tell people, you know, oh, you still live at home with mom and dad, as necessarily a bad thing. It, I mean, in New York, um, California, it's. It's not it's not uncommon for somebody to be working a full time job making a hundred thousand and still living at home because the cost of living is so expensive. Right. You know. So. Well, their rent. I just read an article about that. Their rent is like three hundred times crazy. the yeah. national average. You know. So a hundred thousand dollars in New York won't get you anywhere. Won't get you anywhere. anywhere. It's almost like DC. Like I mean, they said like 120 is like really. Yeah. So it's like New York. The was well, actually the Bay Area, New York City, and DC. DC yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Well, what a blessing that you're able to take care of a family out in DC. Yes. Everybody ain't able. Everybody ain't able. That's because you stuck with that engineering degree. That's like what it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of sleepless nights. A lot of sleep. Oh, ha, ha, ha. that's how you got her. A lot of sleepless Ay, nights. Ay. She wants maybe like a few nights back. No, no. she was she was with me shooting in the gym when I didn't think I was gonna graduate. Stuff like that. Mm. I remember it was a lot of lot a lot of sleepless. Oh shit, I'm gonna fail this class. This one last class I need to have. Hey, I didn't want to take senior pictures. I didn't want to do Why? shit because, because I didn't like, think I was gonna graduate. I'm like, I'm not going. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Hell yeah, I didn't shave and everything. I, I got pictures. What did she tell you? What did she tell you? Like nigga, when nigga, you won't like, make it. That's exactly what she said, nigga. Yeah, that sounds like something she was. Balls like, up. You gonna make it? Yep, that actually sounds like exactly what she said. So, um, I just, I, I wasn't, I was not a believer, honestly, until I got that last audit, and I was like, nigga, you about to graduate. There can be miracles when you believe. When you believe. You gotta believe. You definitely gotta believe. believe. Rest in peace, Whitney Elizabeth Nippy Houston. We love you. And by we, I mean everybody in the motherfucking world. We miss you. Um, You said something about drowning earlier in water, and it actually made me think about her. Mm. And um, my bad. So that's like a full circle. Shit, I'm not drowning no water. I don't think. Lord, please don't let me drown in no water. Speaking of like, I just want to die very peacefully. Like I just want to go to sleep. How you want to die? I want to go to sleep and never wake up again. Like I want to be like, ooh, today was a long good day, and then be like, wait a goddamn minute, what is this? Yeah, I don't know how long. I never thought about it. A lot of people think that I'm gonna say, wait a goddamn minute, what is this? And they thought that I. Was gonna be in hell and I'm here. I'm here, bitch, in heaven, ho. Fuck you. That's basically what that's gonna look like. I like to propose a toast. I said, Toast, motherfucker. And they asked me, they asked. 
ask me, they ask me, I tell them. Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call for alcohol. That was a really good conversation. I'm super excited for our listeners. I think that when we were talking about love and particularly like black love, it's rare to hear people that have been together for 72 years like you and Dara. <laughs> and to get that kind of insight about what has made the relationship work, what you think are strengths of the relationship. Um, I think that people are going to sit back and take some notes and listen. I know that... Um, I definitely listened, and I'm really glad that you see the importance of communication as it being the glue or the ribbon that ties everything together. Yep, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's always got to be about Michael. Communication and compromise. Communication. I will give you that. Communication and compromise. Mm -hmm. See? Look at me compromising. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. So here we are. We have reached this moment. Final thoughts. What is... Your final thought on this episode's topic of relationships? I think one of the, the biggest thing is, because we talked a lot about social media, and I think there's a lot more that we really could have gone into social media. And maybe later on in another podcast, we will talk a little bit more about social media and managing your relationship with social media. But I think um, try not to look at what you see on social media as goals. Mm. because like I said during the discussion is that you don't really know what goes on when that picture was taken right before or literally right after. Mm. And so, you know, as long as you're happy with where you are, Mm. then you're good. Mm -hmm. And just making sure that the person that you with, and if you're not happy, but you, you want to be happy, Continue working and growing. I think growing is the biggest thing. Growing with your your significant other mm-hmm. and yourself, first of all, mm. growing with yourself and growing with your significant other and becoming that relationship that you 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 so much deserve. I love that that you so much deserve, which segues right into me. I think that the most important part of relationships is knowing your worth, understanding who you are. So you could show up right for the right person. If I love anime or Dragon Ball Z or some whole bunch of other stupid goofy shit, and somebody is like, "Oh, you fucking peon, like you, like you a weak nigga because you like motherfucking Dragon Ball Z," that's not the person for you, right? You need somebody that's gonna appreciate that or be okay. Just be okay. They don't necessarily have to watch it. Who appreciate? I, I I really believe when we're talking about monogamous relationships, mm-hmm. monogamy and for forever, that they need to be able to appreciate that yeah. part of you. Right. I'm not saying that they themselves need to like it, but they need to appreciate like, yo, I have a goofy person mm-hmm. that likes Dragon Ball Z. And though I don't love Dragon Ball Z, like, I could kick it with them while they mm-hmm. watch Dragon Ball Z, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that that is so important. I think, honestly, like, a lot of people lack the confidence to be, to be them, mm-hmm. And to be okay with being single long mm. enough until they meet the person that is for them. Mm. I think a lot of people are in relationships because they don't like being single. Or they feel as though they're not supposed to be single. Because people are like, oh, when are you going to be married? When right. are you going to have a kid? Outside expectations. Right. And that's why I think that a lot of it, and we're, I heard what you said about the kid, and we're going to come back to that conversation episode five Something. or six. Yes. But I think that that moment right there is like you have to ignore and shut out all of the noise. relationship goals that you see. All the noise. All the you with this person mm-hmm. or um, the person that you're currently with ain't the one for mm-hmm. you because what kind of job does he have? What kind of car does he drive? All the expectations um, that people have. And I think it's really funny that um, I remember a couple of years back people talked about Beyonce. And they were like, bitches is literally losing their minds. Beyonce talking about single lady. Mm-hmm. He didn't like to put a ring on This bitch done, got, got married, married, had 26 kids, husband cheated, wrote an album about it, won some more Grammys about it, and they still together mm-hmm. 15 years later. And she got bitches out here screaming like single ladies, right? right. Mm-hmm. I think that is like super important. It's like what you see and what you hear 
is not the true story behind what is going on. And I think that, again, in relationships, you have to love you first. Right. You have to fall in love with yourself first. You have to know what you want. You have to know what you're willing to um, compromise compromise to be a part of. You need to be in something that's going to uplift you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you need better. something that's going to make you better, that's going to love you on your worst days, you know, like music, soul child, soul child. music, Soul Child said, like, I love you when your hair turns gray, if you gain a little weight, you know? How- like, through the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. like you said, like, as the ebbs and flows of relationship, this moment, this week, this year, this two years, like, who's going to love you, champion you on, right. who's going to do those things? Like, you need to wait until you find that person. And you don't need to, you know, be in a situation that's not really healthy for you. You have people out here losing their lives. You have people out here um, being demeaned, losing their worth Mm -hmm. because they don't love themselves enough to say, like, I'm okay being single. And I shouldn't settle in a relationship. Just not to be single. Exactly. And I think that's my last point. It's the difference between settling and compromising. Mm -hmm. Settling is just, this is not who I am. These are my core values. It's like musical chairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will still be with that person. Versus compromising is like, this doesn't take away from who I am as a person, but this is what the person who I love appreciates and loves. So I could do that in the name of strengthening our bond in our relationship. Yeah. That's awesome. That was fucking awesome. No. I'm here learning so much from you and Dara and just being in your presence continues to teach me the things that are super important, like within the confines of a relationship, like sex and sex and what kind of lube to use. So I really appreciate that. Thanks. Indeed. I wrote gun oil down. Avogado. <laughs> Avogado. You, you, you already know. You already know what time it is. It's that time where we ask you to download the show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, double tap, comment, and follow us on social media. Was the money good? Was the bitches bad? Was they fucking good? Did your hood show you love? Did the hoes say you fly? If your friends say you loyal, throw your worldies in the sky for the trellis.